In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Luke tells us that the shepherds were actually living in the fields. I mean, it was their work. Um, they were close to the earth um, with their animals, and they were keeping watch. Luke says that an, an angel came and, and stood among them and that the glory of the Lord was, was all around them. So what that means is that, that God came right to where they were in their work with the animals close to the earth. And the angel, the messenger, um, says, I've, I've come to bring some really good news. What catches me about what the angel said is that it's really good news for all the people, all people, that, that means us too. And, and that the good news is that a Savior is born, a Savior for all people. Everyone needs a Savior, all of us do. And so when the angel says, this will be a sign for you, the shepherds go and uh, they start keeping watch for an entirely different thing. Now, uh, some of us are, are reading together um, through this book, All the Good, a Wesleyan Way of, of Christmas. And uh, in this book, um, Amy Barker says that this story, this, this Christmas story, that it's all about the messenger, the message, and then our response to the message. And so in her chapter, this section, it's um, our Methodist theology of action. Uh, she says, uh, usually messages have a purpose. The message God sent through Jesus, the Son of God, had a very distinctive call to action. The Christmas message is not merely a passive story for people to feel good about the moment. This is a message to the people then, as it is to us today, with a real purpose to inspire humanity and implore us to see that our actions need to change. If we are to truly respond to the call that God has placed in each person at creation, then we would need to act differently, think differently, and live differently. It was clear that humanity, through our sinfulness, failed to stay on the path God had intended. Humanity failed to stay on the path that God intended. The other day I was, um, I was doing this, um, this prayer exercise from St. Ignatius. And, and in this prayer exercise, um, he invites us to imagine God keeping watch uh, over the whole world. And then imagine that, that you're there too. Um, and, and as God is, is gazing at the earth, as, as we see God looking at the earth as it is today, 
Imagine what it is that most catches God's eye. And it was early in the morning, and I began to imagine this. And as I, as I started, I realized I was, um, in, in trying to imagine what most catches God's eye, that, that I was seeing like troubling things, um, brokenness, um, divisiveness, like all the things that, that humanity has, has, has failed to, to, to go down this path and, and to be people that, that God intended us to be. Like, I didn't want to see all those dark things. I wanted to see happy things like, um, you know, kids frolicking in the snow and, and puppies and, and flower gardens. Um, but I sat there and just felt overwhelmed with uh, these, these, seeing the, the fear and um, the, the, the divisiveness and, and the untrust and um, the greed and, and hatred and pain and, and, and grief. And the more I thought about it, I realized, you know, God does see all those things. God always has. In fact, the story that, that uh, undergirds our um, uh, re- receiving Holy Communion on, on Christmas Eve tonight, uh, it begins with God saying to Moses, I have seen the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have, I have heard their cries that they're suffering from their taskmasters. Indeed, God says, indeed, I know their sufferings. And I have come down to save them. They needed a Savior. We all need a Savior. This will be a sign for you, uh, the, the shepherd said, the angel said. You, you distracted me. So I'm just going to start again. Yeah. Is this going to be too? No, no, it won't be too distracting. Okay. okay. It's good right now. Okay. This will be a sign for you, the angel said. And so the shepherds go, and they look for the sign. Webster says that a sign will identify, um, will command, um, will warn, uh, will give directions. I I went to Boise, Idaho uh, the week after Thanksgiving, and we decided to go skiing in Sun Valley. Uh, My wife Chan said that Ski Magazine rated Sun Valley the best place to ski two years in a row and she said Tom Hanks lives there. So we start driving and we're on Highway 20 and we start seeing these really interesting signs. Like the first one was um, chains recommended in snow. Now uh, the weatherman in in Boise uh, said that it was supposed to snow uh, in the Sawtooth Mountains and that's where we were going. We were going to the Sawtooth Mountains. Um, and, you know, I wasn't sure about the weatherman's forecast, but I was sure that there were no chains in the trunk of Chan's little car for her little tires. Um, so we're driving through the mountains, and we come to the second sign, and it was watch for ice. Well, I was already watching for ice because there was a good bit of it at the top of the mountains. And we made it through just fine. Uh, the Sawtooth Mountains are amazing, like they're beautiful and rugged and rocky. So when we saw the next sign that said, watch for rock, well, that made sense to me. But then we go through this stretch of country that really made me think of the Wild West, you know, like the, the Native Americans and the buffalo. And, and um, so we saw this sign that said, watch for stock. 
Yeah, for you guys. And there was a sign that said, for the next 13 miles, uh, watch for big game. And then my favorite was, you need to watch for migrating elk. And so for this stretch of 23 miles on Highway 20, um, we're watching for uh, migrating elk. So an interesting thing happens as we're coming home at the, at the end of an amazing day of skiing. Um, all of a sudden, there's just this thick fog on this three-hour drive uh, from Sun Valley back to Boise. Now, Chan said the nurses at her hospital warned her about the fog. So, I noticed there was no watch for fog sign. Um, but I didn't need to watch for it uh, because I was consumed by it. When I landed in Charlotte uh, after my vacation, uh, I, I was um, standing on the, the baggage claim curb and it was just really interesting that I began to notice the fog. I, I realized that there was some construction happening behind me. And so I turned around and I, I peered through the, this tear in the, the protective cloth on the fence. And I, I saw this, uh, like the, the backhoe, except instead of a bucket, it had like this battering ram on it. And it was just um, jackhammering this big piece of concrete broken concrete that had rebar hanging out of it and it was creating this this big cloud of dust and and as i turned around uh, this young man smoking a cigarette passed right in front of me and after he was gone i noticed the the cloud of of smoke that like a fog was was just lingering in the air um, the the bus finally came for long term parking lot number one and I made it to my truck and I realized I hadn't eaten much that day and it was already in the evening so I was starving and I, and I stopped at Moe's um, and I got a, an awesome burrito with black beans and rice and jalapeno peppers um, and, and after I, I, I'm, I've eaten and I'm, I'm pulling out of Moe's I saw the sign it was the hot sign you know the Krispy Kreme hot sign and there was this little voice in my head that said, you shouldn't do that. And I ignored that little voice. And so I'm in the, the drive-thru Krispy Kreme. I'm waiting for, my, for my, uh, my hot donut and my hot cup of coffee. And I look in my side view mirror and I notice the exhaust coming out of my car, my truck. And the way that the light was, was hitting the exhaust, it, it made it beautiful but I knew it wasn't beautiful like I knew that that exhaust it'll kill you kind of like the the the, the smoke from the cigarette and I, I turn around from that and I'm looking straight ahead and now I'm at now I'm at the at the window and I notice this cone-shaped thing that's that's just attached at the end of the building and there's this smoke pouring out of out of this thing and it was just lifting like a, a fog right in front of me. It was the fog from a Krispy Kreme donut. And it made me smile. I, some of you know uh, 
Tony Campolo's uh, story. Um, he's he's um, teaching this, this group of, of middle school students about God's grace, and he asks them this question. Um, how is grace different from mercy and justice? And there's this one little kid in the class, um, and he's, he gets this big grin on his face, and he's got this twinkle in his eye, and he says, well, if a cop pulls you over for speeding and gives you a ticket, he said, that's justice. If a cop pulls you over for speeding and gives you a warning, that's mercy. If a cop pulls you over for speeding but gives you a Krispy Kreme donut, that's grace. So uh, the shepherds go and they find the sign that the angel was talking about. But I imagine it isn't at all what they were expecting. You know, John in his gospel, uh, he tells the story too. Um, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. So, keep watch and have a Merry Christmas. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess, we confess that, that we have, have not loved you with, with our whole heart. heart. We, we have failed to be an obedient church. We, we have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners, and that proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory, Glory to, to God. God. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You created light out of darkness and brought forth life on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. 
When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. In the fullness of time, you gave your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. And at his birth, the angels sang, Glory to you in the highest and peace to your people on earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God and power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. As Mary and Joseph went from Galilee to Bethlehem, and there found no room. So Jesus, went, so Jesus went from Galilee to Jerusalem and was despised and rejected. As in the poverty of a stable Jesus was born, so by the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. As your word became flesh, born of woman, on that night long ago, so on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we partake of the one loaf. 
The bread that we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. The cup over which we give thanks is a sharing in the blood of Christ. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ given for you. Amen. And we invite you now to get your candles as we begin the candlelight service. Isaiah prophesied, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The Apostle John, in uh, his gospel story, uh, he begins uh, in the beginning uh, with the word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and everything that was came into being through the Word. He says that in Him is life, and the life is the light of all people, and the light shined in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. So as we celebrate this evening, we receive light from the Christ candle, and we share it with each other, and we share it with the world. <laughs> 